Hello, bonjour, welcome to another episode of the Slowly Becoming Canadian podcast. I'm your host, Swell, and this is episode 20, an episode about making the big move. We're going to start very soon, but first, a little bit of housekeeping. Some of you haven't listened to the previous episode yet. I have their names. I'm not going to shame them publicly, but come on, guys, you know you can listen to all the episodes. You just look for Slowly Becoming Canadian on Apple Podcast, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and it's right there. And if you're subscribed to the podcast, all the new episodes will show up automatically in your library. And if you rate and review the podcast, it helps get the word around. And also it makes my mom proud. I know you guys don't know my mom, but she's a very sweet lady. So come on, guys, do it for my mom. As always, you can email me to let me know what you think about the podcast. If you like it, if you hate it, or if you just want to insult me, that's okay too. You just do slowlybecomingcanadian at gmail.com. And you can also email me if you want to be a guest on the podcast. We'll talk about whatever you want. I'm sure we can relate it to Canada. And if you're a guest, you'll have the best time of your life. That's guaranteed. And also, you'll get one free bottle of Cove Kombucha. Kombucha is a probiotic fermented tea. I'm still not sure what it is, but it's very good. It's delicious. And the Cove Kombucha people are very nice. So shout out to them. Unless, like my guest today, you're joining me via Skype, and then you'll just have to buy your own bottle. <laughs> Sorry, guest. <laughs> today is also a very special episode because we have our first giveaway contest. Woohoo! Thanks to the people of the True Clothing Company, they are giving us a free shirt, any t-shirt you like. I've often talked about how I loved living in Truro, Nova Scotia, so I'm always very proud to wear my t-shirt with uh true written in huge letter on letters on it so now you can have one for free too you just go on the slowly becoming canadian facebook page you like and share the post and if you and you like their facebook page as well and then you enter the contest and if you go to at true clothing co on instagram you tag someone a friend usually not a random person and you get an extra chance so this episode and the giveaway contest are like red wine and beef. They pair really well. I tried to find a snobbier and a more French way to say it, but I couldn't. So that's the snobbiest you'll get. And that's pretty snobby already. Anyway, we're going to talk about something a lot of Canadians and people who live in Canada experienced moving from a small town to a big city. To talk about it, it's time to welcome my guest, Amherst, Nova Scotia native, recent Torontonian, and life of any decent party, Joel Boyle. Hey, Joel, how are you? Hey, Suel, how's it going, buddy? Good, good. So That was an, that was an awesome introduction. You nailed it. <laughs> Thanks. So you're joining me via FaceTime, not Skype. So I don't have a bottle of Kuf Kombucha for you, sorry. That's okay. That's but, okay. I've honestly never tried kombucha, to be honest with you. Well, next time you come home, I'll, I'll get you a bottle. Okay, sounds good. I'll <laughs> hold you to that. <laughs> good. So now you're in Toronto, but like I said, you grew up in Amherst. Yeah. Uh, Amherst, Nova Scotia, pretty small town. Amherst, Nova Scotia, very small town, 10,000 people, and we go by uh, Amherstonians. <laughs> Amherstonians, that's, that's yeah. the word I was looking for. So yeah. we'll talk about your big move to the big city pretty soon, but first you just came back, well, not just came back, but you came back recently from a big tour in Europe. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. Where did you go and how was it? Man, where do I start? All right. So um, it kind of came about because one of my buddies, uh, he was finishing up his last year in school in Amsterdam. So it was all, so that was just a great opportunity for us to kind of 
you know, well, someone's in Amsterdam. We got to go see them. <laughs> right. So, so, uh, there was four of us that went over there. We did a big backpacking trip for two weeks. So we started off in Amsterdam and then we went to Munich, Germany. We did a day in Salzburg, Austria, and then we finished it off in Barcelona, Spain. That's quite the tour. Yeah, it was amazing. Uh, you didn't go to France? I didn't go to France, no. Big mistake. But I heard I have to, I should, I, I need to meet your mom. <laughs> She's very sweet. <laughs> yeah, and I want to make her, I want to make her proud. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta go see her. I'm sure she'll welcome you. Just, I know. Just... It definitely crossed my mind to just, you know, make, take a detour head over to France, say hello. Tell what's your address, <laughs> say hello. Uh, do you mind if we stay the night instead of in a hostel? <laughs> you know, I'm sure she would have been into it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> what was your favorite part in Europe? You've been before, right? That wasn't the first time. That was uh, actually my third trip to Europe. The first time we just did London, England for a week. Um, the second time I did Germany and Austria, but I did Vienna and Berlin. So this time we switched it up a little bit, did Munich in Germany, and then did uh, Salzburg again in Austria. But I would say my favorite place by far would probably be Barcelona. Yeah. Why is that? Yeah. It's very, it just like, it just fit with me really well. It was very relaxed. They had, you could go hike a mountain in the morning and then go lay on the beach in the afternoon. And then the clubs were open till 7 a.m. Just so, like in Amherst, eh? <laughs> just like in Amherst. <laughs> I think, I think Dooley's always extends their, uh, Dooley's always extends her hours till 6 a.m. on Saturdays. <laughs> um, when you travel, uh, if you meet someone from there, do you usually say, I'm from Canada? And did, how do you find like people react to that? So, yeah, it was very interesting, especially kind of staying in the hostels. So you meet a bunch of different people, and usually you'd be talking or you'd hear someone speaking English, and then that would be like, Oh, hey, are you guys from where are you guys from? And that would kind of initiate that conversation. And people would always say, oh, I'm from Canada. And then you would ask them where, because I remember we, we met these uh, these two guys in Germany and they were they were actually walking down the street. and We're like, oh, you guys are speaking English, like kind of <laughs> thing. Like, where are you guys from? And uh, they're like, oh, we're from like uh, they said somewhere in Ontario. And I asked them and they like their story didn't really match up. And they're like. They're like, just kidding. We're actually from the States. And I was like, <laughs> Americans in disguise. Yeah. So, so I found that a lot traveling around that and meeting a bunch of people that everyone from the States says they're from Canada because everyone's more welcoming to Canadians when you travel. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. I wasn't sure if that was a myth or anything because I've heard that before. But yeah, it seems yeah. like it's better to say that you're Canadian than American. For sure. And we, and, and we would go out, we would go out and people would ask us and we'd be like, oh, we're from Canada. And people were like, oh, you guys are so fun. You guys are the best people ever, blah, blah, blah. But then, but then if we were, uh, if we were out and, uh, it was pretty, you know, we were out having a little bit of fun and maybe getting in a little bit of trouble. We, people would ask us where we're from. We're like, oh, we're from we're the from States. The States. <laughs> we're, oh, we're from the States. Sorry. We don't know any better. We have Trump as our president. I don't know. We're weird people. It's a good excuse. Yeah. So they weren't from Ontario, but now you are in Ontario. Yeah. So you grew up in Amherst. How many years did you spend there? Oh, man. I, um, I guess I went to university in Fredericton, New Brunswick when I was 18. So lived for a full 18 years, I guess. 
So for people um, for people who don't know Amherst, Nova Scotia, you said it's 10,000 people. Uh, yeah. What is it like? Like, wh what does it feel like to be in a small town like that? Um, first off, I just I don't want to get myself in any trouble. <laughs> I wanna I wanna make a disclaimer that I really enjoyed Nova Scotia, and I'm actually really glad that I grew up there. I think it kind of gave me some perspective on everything. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a quiet town. It, the the pace of life is very slow um not a whole lot going on kind of you know the one main street if you blink you'll miss it kind of thing um it's very interesting because when i went off to university and you meet people from across canada and people that have lived in big cities and we would be talking about things that happened in our town we're like yeah the whole the whole main street got shut down for prom <laughs> kind of thing like the high school prom like they shut down your main street for a high school dance like we're like oh yeah no problem everyone came in on tractors and on tractors. even even people came in in a porta potty at one point i think like yeah some interesting stuff but no it's very quiet um you know a lot of people yeah you know everyone knows everyone the nightlife scene is uh <laughs> is interesting <laughs> it's good because you know that there's only one spot so if you go there your friends are going to be there kind of thing um but uh to give an example on how everyone knows everyone so yesterday was mother's day so last week i called and called the the flower shop in amherst and uh asked to order flowers and they asked my mom's name so i told them oh yeah i know her i sent her flowers like 10 times already because she's like what do you want and i'm like i don't know anything about flowers <laughs> so just whatever whatever you think she's like oh well she usually likes this and she usually likes this i'm like I'm like, man, this is the beauty of a small town. She's already placed 10 orders, so sent her there. And, uh, yeah, I got, uh, got some thumbs up yesterday when she got them. So can't complain. No, definitely not. People in big yeah. cities are trying to get that in their neighborhood, but definitely not. Like if you call a yeah. flower shop in Toronto and like, I want flowers for my mom, they're not yeah. sure. They're not going to know who you're talking about. Definitely no. not. So no. you went to university in Fredericton and then yeah. moved directly to Toronto? Yeah, so I did. I did my four years in uh, in Fredericton, New Brunswick, and then as soon as I graduated, I wrote my last exam in the morning. I jumped on a plane to Europe that <laughs> afternoon, um, with the mindset that I hopefully passed everything, which I did. And then I got back. I flew back from Europe straight to Toronto. So it was like New Brunswick, bring all your stuff because when you get back, you're moving to Toronto. So. Went to went to Europe for I think a week and a half at that point, and then flew straight straight back to Toronto. I got in on like the 11 p.m. or midnight flight, and then was at the office the next day at uh, 9 a.m. in Toronto. So, and I've been I've been there ever since. So, <laughs> and you just celebrated your first uh, Toronto anniversary. Yeah, yeah, It's one year, year, man. Yeah, yeah. So you moved there for work. Yeah, I did. And would you have? Did you? wanted to go to a big city or is just because you found work in Toronto or is that something that you've always wanted to experience? Yeah, I think, uh, I think a lot of the opportunities are definitely here in the city. Um, especially being young, I think it's just an awesome city to be in, but yeah. I'm, so for me, the opportunities to move in the company that, that I'm with was, was the only like job opportunities were in Toronto. So it was nice to have that opportunity. Also, my 
my brother had, has been in Toronto for four years. So I would go, you know, visit him over exam breaks or, you know, different weekends in the summer. And he kind of showed me the different side of Toronto, not just like go, Hey, the CN tower, no way. <laughs> this is so sick. So, you know, it, would, it was more like, Oh, Hey, new bars opening down the road. Let's go to that. Like, let's go to this new shop. Let's go here. And kind of showed me the insider, not the touristy side of Toronto. So once I started doing that more, I realized that was kind of where I wanted to end up after school. So yeah, I just kind of took those steps and, and, and it worked out. So you knew a bit, a little bit of Toronto, but what was it like that first morning when you went to, to work for the first time and it wasn't crossing Main Street in Amherst? Yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty wild. It was pretty surreal to, you know, kind of be at, at a headquarters in a big city. Uh, you know, walk into an office with like a hundred people in it. Uh, you know, everything's going every which way. Like, yeah, it was it was pretty surreal, but I'm 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 glad I made the jump for sure. So, did you was it easy to uh, settle in or find a place and meet new people? I guess people don't. Maybe not everybody knows you, but you. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you meet people easily. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm uh, I'm definitely a social butterfly. Sometimes I yeah I have that problem. I like to talk a lot, but um, yeah, it was it was definitely different because in university I was in, you know, I was surrounded by eight, nine, ten, twelve, fifteen people all the time. Our house kind of had a revolving door. Like it, it wasn't weird to uh, you know come down on a Tuesday morning at nine o'clock on your way to class and someone's sitting there playing guitar or playing <laughs> Xbox and I'm like what. I'm like, why are, like, you don't even, you live like four blocks over. Like, why are you, why are you here? So it was, uh, it was a little bit of an adjustment just because I didn't know anyone in the city. So for the first couple of weeks, it was like, oh, I'm going to like, I'm going to go to the movie by myself. Like, you know, <laughs> it's honestly, different. it's different, but it's actually awesome. You should definitely go to the movie by yourself every once in a while. Just saying. Um, but yeah, so I think that was for me, it was just like, yeah, learning how to do things by myself and uh but then yeah definitely as now that i've been here a year i've definitely met my fair share of people and yeah it's been it's been awesome so i was gonna say what's different between toronto and amherst apart from Nothing. everything <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah it's actually the same <laughs> yeah yeah it's but pretty good what, what do you uh what do you find in toronto that you can't definitely not find in amherst that you really like I guess, sure, there are more bars and more restaurants, but yeah. I'm sure it goes beyond that, right? Yeah, I would say it's just, yeah, definitely the food, first off. It's so amazing. You can get any kind of cuisine you want at any hour of the night, which is great. Um, the nightlife's amazing. I've been here for a year now, and I feel like I haven't even scratched the surface of of uh, bars. And if you know me, that's <laughs> that's saying something. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, I think it's cool that, you know, if you want to go to a Jays game after work, you just buy tickets, go to the Jays game, you know, you, you can, we have a hockey team, football team, soccer team. They have all the big sporting events. There's literally a concert every night. Like you could literally go to a concert every night for ever, like all year. Um, so there's just, there's just a lot more going on. Um, yeah, they have all the big shops, all the big specialty things. You can just run to the mall you know, those kind of things. Whereas Amherst, it's all about, you know, ordering online or making a trip to the big city of Moncton. <laughs> um, what do you, 
miss from Amherst that you can't find in Toronto? I'm sure you can find everything in Toronto, but yeah, is there some um, things that you do, even you do or find in Amherst that you can't do or find in Toronto? I miss fresh air. <laughs> fresh air. Fresh How so? Air. I get out of the airport when I fly home, and as soon as you walk out, it's like, oh, it's you get that breath of fresh air from you know all the, the nature. Like, there's parks in Toronto, but like the air quality is just not the same. And I, I think that's like that's my biggest thing. And I, I grew up as a Nova Scotian. I'm I love nature, love being outside. Lived in the woods for a summer, tree planting. Um, you know, so I, I miss the nature aspect, like the closest thing to nature here really downtown is everybody goes on Sundays and hangs out at a park called Trinity Bellwoods, but you got to go like early and put your blanket down and then <laughs> to get a spot, it's like, to get a spot. And everyone's just, everyone's just sitting there like having a beer or whatever. And everyone's like, Oh my God, what a great nature day. And like, <laughs> but you know, you're still surrounded by skyscrapers. So I miss uh, I miss the nature aspect. I miss it being quiet. It's convenient to go to go places. You know, you hop in your car. It's it says one kilometer on your GPS. You're there in two minutes. Here it says one kilometer on your GPS. You're there in 45 <laughs> minutes. And then if there's an accident, it might be an hour and a half. So yeah, it's a little bit different that way. But so you come back to Nova Scotia fairly often. Uh, yeah. How does it feel when you come back? You said the the air is fresher for for sure but does it feel yeah. like oh man that's very small or it's honestly i i just kind of take it for how it is i i come home and i'm like yeah this is nice like it's just for me it's all about kind of recharging when i'm home like to come home you know obviously get some home cooked meals <laughs> see the family um it's just a nice like three or four days of quietness kind of just being mellow, taking a chill and then getting ready to kind of head back to the city and, and get on with, with work and stuff. Yeah. Do you feel like you're going to stay for long in Toronto or forever? Maybe that's a well, good question for Joel. <laughs> yeah. Where do you see yourself in five years? Yeah. Uh, Would you go to another big city? If you, yeah. yeah, I, I think, I think the cool part about moving to Toronto from a small town is after a while last summer when i moved here i realized that one i feel like once you make a big move then you're kind of, you can kind of move anywhere and i feel like you probably feel the same way kind of moving here you're like well yeah i already moved once or twice yeah what's exactly. there's no problem yeah i can live somewhere else so um yeah i think if i mean if you want to pay for my mortgage i would happily <laughs> buy a condo downtown You know, I only need like half a million or something. So that's nothing. Uh, no, that's nothing, man. And you get a, no, you don't get a yard. You get <laughs> no, you six, get a one bedroom in a closet. You get you get a six hundred square feet in a in a glass box in the sky. <laughs> Great to raise a family, you know. Perfect. Uh, yeah, but um, yeah, I don't know, man. I I think uh, I think while I'm young, I think Toronto is a good spot. I think there's a lot of opportunity and. Uh, I think I'll just stay here until other opportunities arise uh, organically or just it just doesn't make sense anymore or, you know, looking for something else. Uh, a couple episodes ago, we had Grant on and he lived in Churchill, which yeah. was where there were more polar bears than people. Would, <laughs> we, that's actually a thing. <laughs> yeah. Would you move there? Let's say you have Would a I great there? opportunity. Yeah. Would you go there? Um, Would you live in that kind of place? 
expanding the Red Bull market to polar bear territory. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> um, where's that at? Is that like super north Canada? Super north, yeah. Uh, Manitoba. If I should oh, have listened Manitoba. more than what <laughs> to what Grant Manitoba. Yeah, I think it was North Manitoba. Yeah. Oh man, Churchill. I don't know. I think I think. Yeah, I would do it. I think if the opportunity was there, I think I would just have to go for it. And it's it is like you said, like yeah, like I, when I moved from France to Canada. Once you do it, then you realize that it it is a big deal, but it's not a big deal either. You just take it step by step, and it's not. Then it gets a little bit harder when you're longer in the spot because you'll see you yeah. start to accumulate stuff, and then you're like, ah, do I want to do it again? But I know, it's I know, just, you just do it. So uh, yeah. Churchill, I'm not sure, but moving to another <laughs> city, why not? Yeah, yeah, I find that you just become kind of like adaptable. You just, you know, you just adapt to your surroundings and, you know, just take it for what it is. And for your work, you travel a lot too. You drive around, so you're, you're yeah. used to be on the road or moving to All over weird Ontario. places. Your, your podcast about uh, driving across Canada, that one resonates with me, especially when you're talking about the Ontario. You're like, <laughs> I drove for 16 hours and I'm just still in Ontario. That's like, what, I, I feel the same way. I'm just like, what, like, what are these places? Like, yeah, it's crazy. Have you been to very remote areas? Um, I think one of the most remote areas that I've been to was, um, Lassar, Quebec. We had a big, um, we had an event there and it was, uh, kind of like, I want to say like 800 or a thousand people. That's a small so thing. it was a eight hour drive north of Toronto. So you go up through Ontario and then you get into that part of Quebec. And so like we got there and uh, I was with myself and one of my coworkers and we were the only people that spoke English in the entire town. And they all, and they didn't, they didn't speak like they all spoke French and they didn't speak any English. We didn't speak any French. So it was just like, it was an interesting weekend for sure. Like, we brought an iPad with um, Google Translate on it. <laughs> so we like went to the bar and we're like, you know, like two like, you know, vodka sodas or something. <laughs> and like, we're like trying to write it on the iPad. And then like, we're sending it to her and she's like, oh, okay, yeah, perfect. And then like, she would type something back. Like, what are you guys doing tonight? And I'm like, wow, this is like the funniest conversation ever with this bartender. <laughs> But it was good. It was a fun weekend. So just so you know, for next time, vodka in French is vodka. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's very, very universal. Very universal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was researching a little bit for this podcast because I work a lot on this podcast, obviously. I'm not lazy Amazing. at all. <laughs> I, <laughs> I put Toronto in Google. Toronto facts in <laughs> Google. And, and I saw you were talking about food before. There there are more than 8,000 restaurants in Toronto, which is... wow pretty impressive that's pretty impressive yeah amherst has almost that probably like yeah i think they have seven, eight, <laughs> eight. <laughs> but they're very good ones hey do you want to go to mcdonald's tonight or wendy's or burger king or dairy queen right? or dairy queen yeah <laughs> see can't put down dairy queen I, I that was my first job ever so yeah can't forget dairy queen no no uh also another fun fact and then you'll fun maybe not but and then you'll have to we'll see if you know toronto well but okay. it is the fifth largest city in north america which is impressive wow. i didn't think yeah. it was that high in the in the ranking really yeah uh, the first one is mexico city with its uh, like 14 million people or something like that wow it's insane wow. 
New York, LA, Chicago, and then Toronto. So it's it's pretty nice. high up. And I think Toronto is I think Toronto and LA are tied for the worst traffic. Really? Yeah. So how bad is it? Like is it like uh like in Amherst when you're driving Main Street <laughs> and it's completely clogged because and of prom? <laughs> Hey, that's a big day. That's a big day. Um, but is yeah, it that man, bad? It's, yeah, it's pretty bad. Like, like if you're coming in during rush hour or something, like I pick people up from the airport at like five o'clock. The airport is like 17 kilometers away. And yeah, it takes like an hour and a half that's crazy. to get back. Yeah. Um, so I've learned to, to go at off times or less busy times. Obviously, there's uh, some good traffic apps like Waze and stuff that you can, you can like plan ahead um, through traffic. But yeah, there's a lot of like just sitting on the highway, <laughs> doing yeah, just inching along. Which you yeah. don't really do in Nova Scotia at all. No, like, nowhere really. in Nova Scotia <laughs> you have to sit in trouble. Oh, not really on a bad I, day where there when there is an accident on the road or something. Yeah, last time I was home, I was uh, I was in Moncton and. Someone I was with uh, said, oh, man, look at that, man, this Moncton traffic, like, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Had to wait, like, 30 seconds for a left-hand turn. That's crazy. This is man. crazy. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, I was like, I can't even say anything. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Rush hour in Moncton. <laughs> also, also, we took a, a road trip in third-year university to my friend's cottage just north of Toronto. So we kind of skipped out driving through the city. Um, but then we wanted to come meet my brother for lunch during the day. So, um, we drove in to one of the Northern subway stations up like in the mall. It's probably like half hour outside the city. And then we, so we parked at the mall and then took the subway in. So we didn't have to drive in Toronto traffic. And I remember being like, I'm not, I'm not driving. Like, <laughs> like even to the mall, like even <laughs> close to Toronto, I was like six lane highway. No way. Like, absolutely not. That is like the most stressful thing. Like, I have anxiety just thinking about it. <laughs> and then and then here I am, like, last year, they're like, oh, hey, have you ever driven in Toronto? Like, no, oh, here's the keys. Take it up. So I'm <laughs> just kind of baptism through fire. And now I've driven all over Ontario, and that's kind of my job, just driving around. And, yeah, it's it's pretty wild. It, and it's exactly what you said. You adapt yeah. to your new surroundings, really. You just yeah. learn, and then you go with it. Yeah. And I, I have fun with it too. Everyone, you know, everyone's honking the horn and I'm just, I'm just chilling there. And then if everyone starts honking the horn, I just start honking the horn just to let, just to let people know that I'm in, Hey guys, I'm in Toronto too. Yeah. And you yeah. drive a big car so you can't big be truck. pushed around. Uh, yeah. yeah. You know what? I'm actually super glad that I drive a big truck because I've driven smaller vehicles in the city and people cut you off they don't care but when you're in the big when you're in the big truck there uh yeah they'll they get out of your way they don't mess with you so so i i have that to thank for for sure getting through traffic okay so let's see if you know toronto very well uh like i said yes, i prepared sir. a lot <laughs> i put toronto i know it. my my brain is huge let's see if i got it in there what is the percentage of toronto residents who speak a language other than english and french What is the percentage? Yeah. Oh man. Other than English and French? Yeah. Man, I would say like I would say like 40s. Pretty close. It's 30%, which is already yeah. pretty big. Yeah. 
again, compared to Amherst, where it's probably 0.30%. Other <laughs> than knows that one guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's one guy that speaks something else than French and English. French is already <laughs> exotic in Amherst, really. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> a few people there, and then it's woo. Yeah, I live in, uh, I actually live in Little Portugal in Toronto, just a little bit west of downtown. And it's like super nice on a weekend. You can go in, there's like all these little Portuguese bakeries. And on the, on the TV screens, it's all like the Portuguese news. There's flags everywhere. Like like uh, older gentlemen are just sitting there reading the paper, nice. having a coffee, just going in Portuguese, like speaking super fast. Like, And I'm like, and I'll, I'll just go in there and sit and I just... Like people watch. I'm like, this is so cool. Like to like kind of see how the cultures are like that in in Toronto. So, so yeah, it, I would. I'm not really surprised that it's thirty percent. Yeah, that's that, that's, that's cool. very high. But it's cool to be exposed to different yeah. cultures and yeah, and it's right there everywhere. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, apparently, uh, sure. That's what the internet says again. <laughs> A lot of someone's <laughs> screwing with you on Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah. I actually changed it this week because I knew you were going to Google Toronto. <laughs> and now you have all the answers. Yeah. Pretty, pretty smart. Your brain yeah. is huge. You're right. It is, it's huge, man. It hurts sometimes. <laughs> Apparently, there's a very uh, popular square where a lot of things happen. Nathan Phillips Square. Do you know Yeah. It? Okay. Yeah, I do. Do you know who Nathan Phillips was? Um, He was one of the first mayors. Nice. Maybe not first, but mayor from yeah. 1955 to 1962. So one early mayor. Wow. Your brain is very huge. <laughs> he would have been proud of the 420 festivals going on there <laughs> yeah. this, this year. Was it big? I don't know. I just seen pictures. <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was packed. Everyone was, you couldn't even see the Toronto sign in there. It was, yeah, it was wild. That was just for Nathan Phillips, just for him. Yeah, shout out to Nathan Phillips. <laughs> And last one, but it's probably very, very important. When was the last time the Toronto Maple Leafs won the Stanley Cup? Oh, man. I feel like I know this. I think it was like 69. Very close again. 67. Oh, man. That was close. Do you have to be a Leafs fan when you live in Toronto? Can you walk around with a Canadian hat? I'm going to admit this on a podcast, which I don't really want to do, but I grew up as a Sens fan and then I moved to Toronto and yeah, I, I've kind of been adapting and like, I was always like, I hate the Leafs. I hate the Leafs. And then now yeah, that I'm you here love the Leafs. and yeah, did a, yeah, now it's just kind of like, it's just kind of the culture. Everyone's Leafs fans. People are like, Hey, want to go watch the Leafs game? You know, kind of thing. So yeah, I would say I'm kind of becoming a Leafs fan. Good for you. Adapting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Adapting. But still an Ottawa fan. <laughs> Undercover. Still, still went to Ottawa this year, two games. More than Toronto because of the price of games at the ACC. How much is it? Um, For like the worst seat, obstructed view <laughs> against the last place team a in the NHL. Dollars. on a, Last place team on, a, on the NHL on a Tuesday night is like 130 bucks. Man. <laughs> yeah. And then I... I drove to Ottawa, like drove to Ottawa and then got good seats for like $35 or something and got a free beer. <laughs> I can't beat the free beer. It's totally worth the four hour drive there and back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. One free yeah. beer. Woo. Yeah, exactly. And a hot dog actually. So that was, 
Best Perfect. combo. <laughs> Priceless. Better than red wine and beef. <laughs> Hot dog and Bud Light. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the oh, equivalent sure. of red wine and beef. <laughs> I ordered a I ordered a Bud Light uh the other day and uh the the wait the waitress just judged me so hard. She's <laughs> like, What 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 would you like? I was like, uh, can I get a Bud Light? There's just a long pause. I'm like, you're judging me so hard. You're not allowed to do that. So I'm gonna stick with like Stella's and Coronas. Just I guess, pretend. Now. Yeah, at least. <laughs> yeah. Or get someone else to order it for me. <laughs> it's not better. mine. I, yeah. I, it's not mine. I just got it for now. free. That's that's. Yeah. I have to. Drink I, it I don't now. usually drink this now. <laughs> just hide all the Bud Light in my fridge. <laughs> well, Joel, it sounds like you're adapting really well in Toronto. Hopefully, you won't forget about Nova Scotia, though. No way, man. I can't. It's too it's too good. Cool. Well, thanks for doing this. Uh do you want people to follow you somewhere or to shout out to you? Doesn't matter. Instagram, Joelbo15. Um yeah, that's all I got. Awesome. Thanks again yeah. and uh hopefully see you soon. No problem, buddy. Thanks for this. Thank you. Merci. Bye. <laughs>